This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. Michael J. Babcock is out in addition to Edward Lewis. So where I was normally going to introduce the triumvirate, there is only two today. So I guess we're just the line. The team of Mojo Mutati and Lucas Whitman for the first time ever. Lucas, how are we doing today, brother? I'm loving this. This is all we need, man. You and me, Mojo. (laughs) Well, brother, I'm loving this, but I'm also loving the start of football season. The NFL is back, and my goodness, what a kickoff to the season with the Detroit Lions knocking off the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, 21 to 20. I mean, this game was the talk of the town, an early candidate for game of the year. Lots of controversy surrounding this game. Of course, Chiefs D-tackle Chris Jones out. Also, my doppelganger Travis Kelsey out on the Chiefs side. Uh, But all around, just a terrible night for the Kansas City Chiefs but none worse than for Kadarius Tony Lucas, you got the scoop, brother. What happened? If you were looking on X all night, they were going in on Kadarius Tony because there were several targets where Mahomes hit him, you know, in the hands where he dropped the ball. He actually had one where it was uh, deflected, went up in the air, and it became a pick six. And that was a pivotal play in the game because the Lions ended up winning 21 to 20. And a lot of people were going in on Tony saying, you know, you're going to be working a drive through, all this kind of stuff, you know, cutting up his highlights and, well, his low lights and, and saying, whoa, look how awesome he played played last night. But no matter what everyone was saying on X last night, he didn't see it because he actually deactivated his account. He got so fed up with what everyone was saying, he said, I can't take it anymore. I'm gone. So if you actually went to his official X handle, it's gone. It's completely vanished from the platform. Absolutely brutal night for Kadarius Tony. One catch for one yard and one rush for negative one yard, uh, zeroing out any production there. Uh, But what a brutal night. But you know what? This is football. These things happen. I actually give Kadarius Tony immense praise for deactivating his Twitter account. It's a long season, man. He is a fantastic player. He just had a bad night. That is going to happen to literally any player in any sport ever. So rather than dwell on the negativity, letting this get in your head, Further than it should, you should be treating this as a one-off, distance yourself from your negativity and and move on. And that's exactly what's going on because Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid after the game said, hey, we're not losing hope on this guy. He had a couple drops. Yeah, we're going to admit that, but we're sticking by him. And this is what they had to say about that after the game. Yeah, I mean, I have have trust in in KT. Um, He he missed a lot of training camp. Um, Obviously, he wanted to play and and, and fought rehab hard so he could play. Um, And... and 
stuff's not always going to go your way. Obviously, um, he would have wanted to catch a few of those in the game, but I've trusted that he's going to be that guy that I go to in those crucial moments, and he's going to make the catch and, 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 and win us some seasons like he did last year. So we're going to continue to work him in, get him more and more reps, um, and I'm sure that, that those drops will kind of disappear. It's unusual for us to drop that many passes anywhere, anytime. So um, we'll, we'll go back and, and work on that. Um, you know, but you got you know you got to take care of business, and these guys know that, and so we've got to fix that. Well, on the bright side, in the past we've seen great teams lose games early on in the season, and it was a slap in the face they needed to rebound and win the Super Bowl. Thinking of the New England Patriots in the past, but last night was not a miserable night for everybody. The Detroit Lions. On the other hand, absolutely playing a great game of football and kicking off the season with a huge win again over the Kansas City Chiefs who have been on fire the past few years. Everyone on that team had a great night, but I'm not sure anyone had better of a night than Lions safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I know hype. This man was hyped. Check this out. It's not the same. Not the same. It's not the same Detroit. It's not the same Detroit. It ain't the same. Beat they ass worse than that. You talking about? You talking about? This is not a fire drill, my G. This is a real thing. I love it. I think CJ was wearing the uh, the mask because they did steal that game from the Chiefs. It was like a robbery. But I'm going to have to disagree with you, Mojo. I think who had the better night was Jared Goff because right after the game, he ran up to the front row of the stands. And guess who was there? His bikini model fiance, Kristen Harper. She is absolutely gorgeous. They're an amazing couple. They're actually one of my favorite couples in all of sports. She gave him a nice peck right on the lips right after the game, and you know she's been one of his biggest supporters. She was on that photo shoot a few years back when the Lions hadn't won a game. She's been his biggest cheerleader, and you cannot have anyone who is more thrilled for her quarterback than she was. Yeah, hats off to Goff. Got to be hard to go back to the locker room after getting a kiss like that in the stands. Might want to want to leave the game a little early. <laughs> Moving right along, Lucas, we talked about some bad news for, for the Chiefs, some good news for the Lions. Let's keep with that theme. Jimmy Graham, huge news for him in that he has no criminal charges officially. Lucas, you got the scoop. What happened? Yeah, Jimmy Graham is happy this week, and it couldn't come at a better time with the first game of the season right around the corner. But um, he is in the clear from his August 18th incident. Remember, he was arrested near a Newport Beach resort when the Saints were in town to play against the Los Angeles Chargers. Cops received a call that someone was acting erratically. Uh, we got video of Jimmy running near the resort, and hotel security was chasing after him when they actually arrived on the scene, they saw Jimmy was walking in traffic and they believed that he was under the influence of a stimulant. So they arrested him on suspicion of being under the influence of uh, a controlled substance and resisting arrest because they said he put up a fight when they tried to put him in cuffs. Now, remember, the Saints said that they believed this was all result of a medical episode because they believe he had something similar to a seizure. But Jimmy talked about this at practice on Thursday and he kind of cleared the air a little bit on everything. He said he wanted to put everything behind him, but he wouldn't say exactly what he went through health-wise. So here's what he had to say. Is there anything more you can say, want to say after California? How do you feel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
um, you know, feeling great, you know, just, just looking forward and, and excited to put it behind me, you know, and, and um, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be fine in the long run. Just, um, you know, just want to thank uh, the organization and, you know, everybody that was with me, um, you know, through those couple of days and um, my teammates and, you know, uh, and my close family, just appreciate everybody and all the, um, all the concern. The team mentioned seizures in a station. Yeah. Is that the right category? Yeah, no, I, I'm really not going to, you know, okay. put any details into it. So, sorry. And are there no pending, like, uh, charges? Or anything yeah, I mean, I mean, as of right now, um, also, you know, thanks for uh, LAPD, you know, and, and uh, you know, just how quickly kind of everything went down and, and, you know, how helpful they were through the process. And, um, you know, right now we're just dealing with that all personally and, you know, I'm going to kind of keep it to myself. Very interesting comments here, Lucas. Obviously, we would all love to know exactly what happened, but this is exactly what Jimmy Graham should have said. He gave us absolutely nothing. We have no idea if this was some sort of medical episode, if this was drugs, if this was alcohol. Honestly, between the three of them, I'm not sure what would be the worst case scenario of those three. But either way, it is very early in the season. It's better to not address it. Just let everybody know you're fine. The team, the police, everyone's on the same page. This issue has been handled and put to bed and leave it there. Because whatever caused this, if he brought that to light, this is going to follow him the rest of the season for any shortcoming on the field or by the team, this could easily be blamed on whatever happened to him during that state of confusion there. So better move that he's not saying anything, but even better to know that he's all good. He's fine. There's no residual damage or issue. There's no charges being assessed. But man, what a strange, interesting thing that happened. Still probably have as many questions as we did before, but at least he's better off now. And remember, Mojo, I want to add one more thing. He did spend time in the hospital. So this was serious, whatever happened. And for him to make the 53-man roster, get back out on the field there in preseason, that's great. And that's a step in the right direction for Graham regardless. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, the New York Jets are going to the Super Bowl, at least according to one NFL Hall of Famer. Find out who coming up next on TMZ Sports. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Michael J. Babcock is out. So tagging in is Lucas Widman. Mojo and Lucas, we are the line, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very important announcement. The New York Jets are going to the Super Bowl. Well, at least that's according to one former Jet. Lucas, who was it? Yeah, so of course everyone's talking about the Jets with Aaron Rodgers being on the team now and all the hard knocks hype. People are really buying into this, but there's one guy close to the team, you know, a recent Hall of Famer alongside Darrell Revis, one of the best players in franchise history, and it's Joe Klecko. We actually caught him out in New York recently, and here's what he had to say about the upcoming season. 
Do you think that now the Jets are going to go to the Hall of Fame with Rodgers on the team? How do you no, feel No, you mean that? the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, of course. Yes, I do think they you will. You do think that? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. How does it feel? Well, without a four-time MVP, how could you not go to the Super Bowl? Okay, yeah, I know what you're probably thinking. This is a homer, you know, pulling for his team. But what makes this really interesting is the fact that Klecko was talking about this earlier in the offseason, and he had a completely different answer because he was on the Mike Francesa show, and he actually thought the Jets should go for Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers. Listen to this. And I think Rodgers has done that over the years with his receivers about, you know, run the route, yep. you, know, you, know, you know, all these things. And I don't think... You know, a guy with, for lack of a better word, the attitude of, I know it all, you got to listen to me, that kind of attitude won't fit with these young guys. But, you know, I don't ever see Derek Carr doing that. That's why I like him better for the Jets as a fit. Well, all right, Lucas. So now we got to watch everything that this guy's saying. We're, we're chipping away at a little credibility here, even though my guy can rock the heck out of a suit. His suit game is tremendously on point. I mean, look, any former legend, a guy that just was inducted into the Hall of Fame, they're going to root for their team. They're going to stand by them. And anytime you've been bad for that long and you get a player as good as Aaron Rodgers, the Jets faithful are going to say, I mean, this is our year. This is our time. That's why we paid all that money and brought in a guy like Aaron Rodgers. It was to fill in the blanks of our team to match our high-powered defense that has just been absolutely crushing it and get us over that hump to to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, you tell me, Lucas, are you buying all this or what? I'm personally thinking that he was trying to get Jets fans to be happy if they weren't able to get Aaron Rodgers, kind of find a silver lining situation out of all this. But then when they actually got Rodgers, they actually got the guy. He's like, all right, well, heck yeah. Like, let's get on board. Let's make this happen. But I think overall, his initial comments were like, all right, let's not try and, you know, take more than we can chew this offseason. Let's try and get a little bit better. I don't think he actually thought Aaron Rodgers was within grasp. Well, let's just put something on record here, Lucas. It's week one of the NFL season. We're allowed to talk about the other New York team because Babcock is not here to blindly support his New York Giants. Where are the Jets going this year? How far do they make it? Do they get to the Super Bowl? Maybe just a championship game? Give us an early prediction here, my friend. Wild card, and they're not going to win. Uh, I think they're – and I hate – they should be happy with that. Let's not get way too ahead of ourselves here. I think they're going to, you know, have a successful season, but the AFC is packed, um, and I think uh, they might end up getting people's hopes up but ultimately not winning a playoff game, but at least they're going to get there. Yeah, you know what? Uh, going all the way to the championship game, Lucas – I'm going to give it to them. That's right. Especially after the Chiefs lost last night. A little bit of a cheat code here. I'm going to say the Jets make it to the championship game where they lose. That's where I'm drawing the line. <laughs> Love it. Let's kick off this segment by having a little bit of fun. Albeit at someone else's expense, a terrible blunder by the Miami Marlins ball boy happened just yesterday. Lucas, tell us about this beautiful disaster. It was 
just that mojo because in the top of the sixth inning, you had the Dodgers up three nothing. Freddie Freeman came up to bat and he hit a shot down the right field line. Apparently, ball boy uh, behind the first baseline thought it was foul, so he went up there, went to do his job, scooped up the ball and yeeted it into the stands, but there was just one minor issue. Check out this video, it is absolutely hilarious. Freeman. And a fair ball just over Arise's head down the line. That's heading toward third, and that's going to be a dead ball. Oh my gosh, just look at his reaction there, his eyes wide open. You have Jesus Sanchez in the background with his hands on his hips just in disbelief. Uh, the ball boy was actually replaced. Mookie Betts was able to go from third to home because they called the whole thing interference. Um, so almost like a ground rule double situation. Uh, Freeman got actually a franchise record tying double on the play, which is a weird way for that to happen. Um, but yeah, ball boy was replaced, but Jesus got a little hug with him afterwards, so no bad blood between the two. Can we even call this guy a ball boy? I mean, this looks like a bald, grown man. I mean, this That's dude. a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> right? Look at this guy. He's a full-on adult. You're right. The look on his face is absolutely the best part. The second best part is how he got unanimously booed by everyone in the stadium. The reaction is just absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Look at his face. It's way too good. I mean, yeah, what do you do in this situation, man? You're not even on the team, and then you just cause just so many problems during a live game with these players immediately in your face. I mean, my goodness, talk about a terrible feeling in your gut and then having to sit there the rest of the game knowing what you did. But like you said, no harm, no foul. Is that, is that a play on words here? <laughs> the, the Dodgers ended up winning 10-0, so it didn't really matter. So I love the pun there. And uh, yeah, everyone goes home happy, except for that kid and the Marlins fans. We're kicking off this segment with a brand new segment called Cleat Heat. We've always talked about players, their various cleats that they bring out to play in, how they swag them out, get artistically creative. So Lucas Widman, check this one out. Kick us off with Cleat Heat. So we are only one game into the season, but we've already had some great candidates for week one's best cleats of the week. We have Isaiah Hodgins. He was a New York Giants receiver. I'm actually told that he might have a breakout season, so be on the lookout for that. But also be on the lookout for these cleats. He is honoring his kid son who was born in 2020, as well as his newborn daughter, which is awesome. He has them close to his heart and close to his feet going into week one. That artist is Joe Castro, so shout out to him for that awesome work because those look fresh. Now, the next one, these might be my favorite just because my favorite rapper is Travis Scott. We have Kenneth Gainwell, who is a a running back for the Eagles. Some people think he's going to be a breakout star in fantasy this season. He got the Travis Scott Air Jordan 1 Low OG Olive F and Fs that pay homage to Travis Scott's new album, Utopia, which by the way, if you haven't heard it yet, album of the summer by far, if not album of the year. So it's cool. And as La Flame would say, it's lit. Now these next shoes, we 
look, okay, I'll be completely honest. I can't talk about this because I don't know too much on the subject, but Pittsburgh Steelers star Cole Holcomb got some cleats that are very cool, but I'm going to have to bring in some help here. Jim Eckhart, let's talk about it. I would say just like the lettuce that he has on his head, the lettuce that he has on the cleats are looking quite fresh. Jim, show us what you got. Look at that. Look at that. Jim, that's beautiful. Hey, feel free to join the club, man. I'm on my way, actually. You know, I've been rocking the fade for a long time, but I'm going to have to grow mine out because I'm trying to join the, uh, the mullet gang here. But, dude, these are obviously going to win cleats of the year already in week one. We're talking about cleats with mullets on the back? Are you kidding me? Love the creativity here, thinking outside the shoe. Pun, is that a pun? Not pun intended, whatever. <laughs> well, not to burst your bubble mojo, I don't think these cleats are seeing the light of day. I think he'd get a little bit of a penalty there, if not a fine, or maybe even more, but shout out to the creativity there. Those are so cool. All right, that'll do it for us today on TMZ Sports. Everybody have an absolutely fantastic weekend. Mojo Butati, Lucas Whitman, Jim Eckhart signing off. But don't worry, we'll be back Monday where it'll be the best show since today. Boom.